back to me? Yes. All right. We are very happy to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to know each one of you personally. Um, familiar faces, right? Uh, I've seen you guys. I think last year I preached at your church. So I like familiar faces, but I'm really, really excited to get to know you. Don't be afraid of me. I realized a lot of even like even our members in the beginning so afraid of me. You know, I'm just just human being. You know, <laughs> I like to eat pho, <laughs> like spicy food. I love boba. Right? I love sweet drinks. I'm very obedient to the word of God. You know, if you read Nehemiah, right? Like it said, like stop crying. You know, go eat good food and drink sweet drinks and share it with one another and I'm very obedient to that word <laughs> so I'm just you know I'm just here uh, wanting um, to not only to minister to you but get to know you so don't be afraid okay um, yeah can you open your Bibles to uh, Nehemiah chapter 9 it's a long um, it's a very long chapter, but I want us to read it all together. Can we do that? I don't know uh, if you know, but my husband's writing a, a devotional every month, Spirit of Life, it's like going through from Genesis to Revelation um, to help us get to know the Holy Spirit from Bible. And um, today was actually Nehemiah chapter 9. Um, so I want to go there first. You there? Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's do this. Men and women. Okay, so all men, okay, women will lead. because We're powerful. <laughs> we'll do verse 1, men, you read verse 2. It's going to take some time. That's okay, right? Richard Gates said I could do whatever. <laughs> All right. So women are women yeah. No, women are men. Yeah. Just one yeah. You. You. Okay? So as, as you read, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes when we read the Word of God, we just go through the emotions and we don't, we're not really listening. So as we read, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit. God, I'm reading the written word of God. What is the spoken word of God for me? Yeah. Right? Logos is the written word of God. Rema is the spoken word of God. Spoken word of God is a timely word for such a time as this, personally for you. So as you read the written word of God, you're asking the Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? Okay? So, you know, I may pick you, so ask and listen. At least pick at least one verse that speaks to you as we read. So that means you gotta pay attention, not only with your mind to the words, but you gotta pay attention with your spirit, with your heart, amen? So women, you ready? Okay, ready, go. On the 24th day, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what version most of you have? NIV, raise your hand. ESV, raise your hand. New King James? <laughs> okay, let's go with NIV. Okay? 
However, if you have something else, that's okay. You could just read that. It's just difference in few words. Okay, woman, ready, go. Let us pray. So, Father, we ask that you would soften the areas in our hearts that have been hardened by this world, God. Often your sons and daughters, God, live without the awareness, Lord. God, we allow the world to lead us. When the Bible clearly says, God, the sons and daughters of, a, of God are led by the Spirit. God, often we can't follow the leading of the Spirit because we have rejected the written Word of God. God, will you allow this weekend that you would awaken us and allow us to become aware what has been coming into our spirits and our souls, God, that we would stop and assess that what's been influencing our thinking, our words, our lives, Lord, and that you would break us through to the realm where your kingdom, where your word, where your spirit influences and leads our lives, Lord. Awaken us. God, awaken us. Awaken our spirits, Lord. Open our eyes to see what you see. God, touch our hearts so that we love what you love and to reject what you hate, Lord. No more struggling, God. No more struggling with the things of the world. Struggling to love the things that you love. So Holy Spirit, we give you permission to come and do what you want to do in our lives, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I mean, they spend quarter of the day. What's, how many hours is that? Six hours? Yeah, six hours a day reading the Word of God. Another six hours a day confessing and worshiping God, right? You, I mean, no wonder they're able to confess. No wonder God revived them. No wonder God anointed them to rebuild the wall in 52 days when they couldn't do for years, right? What influenced them? What empowered them to do what God had called them to do so fast? What they could not do for the longest time was because they paid attention to the Word of God and they allowed the Word of God to influence them. You know, in the devotional, Benjamin talked about it. It's like Nehemiah went, right, to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem here, right? The walls were broken down and they were slaves and they just, you know, the, 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 the world around them were influencing them, right? They weren't living a victorious life as sons and daughters of God. They were scared. They were weak, right? And when Nehemiah went to rebuild the wall, right, he realized that the walls protected their city from the enemies to come, right, and bring destruction. But more than that, what he realized was the walls that protected their hearts from sin and shame were broken down. And that he realized before they could build up the wall, they have to build up the walls of their hearts. And, and you know what builds it? It's the word of God. 
That's why he gathered everyone. And they spent six hours reading the word of God and allow the word of God to build up their walls again. Right? I want to talk about, I want you to like think about what influences your thoughts, your values, your actions. Like, the, does the word of God really influence the way you think? Does the word of God really influence the way you make choices on a day-to-day basis? What, like, I want you guys to, like, take a moment and assess, like, do I really want what God wants or do I struggle? Do I struggle? Like, I know my mind knows what to do, but then do I struggle in my heart to actually love doing that? You know, like, reading the word, like, right? Praying, worshiping. Or do you struggle to even to come to church on Sundays to hear the word of God? Like, what really influences you? You know, there's, when you go to Korea, they speak Korean. And they have different cultures. If you're young and you talk a certain way to an older person, it's like you're, I mean, like you're looked down upon, right? You, you have to speak in formal ways, right? Like you got to bow, right? You got to, you got to, right? But you don't do that in America. They think you're weird, right? I mean, if you go to Indonesia, they speak different language. If you go to Kenya, they, right? Different nations, they have different rules and they have different languages right? Even in the spiritual realm, we have, there's different, what, what do I want to, different realm that coexists that you could choose to live from. And I'm wondering, I'm really wondering, especially young people, right? I'm wondering which realm are you living in? Which realm are you living in right now? We were in Indonesia last June or August, June, June. And we brought, we joined in, we like, we allowed another church from East Coast to bring their people. So it's like 10 of them and 10 of us, right? But they had to come under, so they had to go through our, our school of our missions, right? And then um, they had to like kind of submit to our leadership, so they joined our leadership. But then, and, and then, like, we did, like, two revivals per night in different, like, villages. It was, it was crazy and amazing. So one night, we went to this village, right? And it was, like, an hour of going up the hills. It's, like, I was on a motorcycle behind the, uh, the, one of the pastor, and basically, I was, like, this the whole time, Be- right? And it, it wasn't smooth. It was like so rough. It was like, yeah. right? It's like giving me migraine. Oh my gosh. And I had to like hold on for my life to get there, right? And it was like sprinkling. I was like, oh no, oh no. But then like as soon as like I entered into this village, it was like movie. It was like movie scene, right? It was like a couple hundred years back almost. There's no like running water or anything like that, right? And you go in and then in the, like the houses were built around and there was like the center, right? And you, ha- you have a house on your left, right? Right? And then, and so I go in and these, 
precious people. It's like national uh, geography, like something that you would see on there. Like, like they had this like covering and like they look very, what's the word? They look very old school, <laughs> right? But it was like so precious. It's like, it felt like I got on a, a time machine, right? And it's like, it's like atmosphere is different. You know, but then like at the same time, like my, I felt like, oh my gosh, where are we? At the same time, I felt demonic presence. It's like both excitement and demonic pres pre uh, presence at the same time. And then it was like open air crusade in the middle of the town, right? In the village. And they were already waiting. These hundreds of people were waiting and they were so precious. But then, like, it was open air, so, but it was sprinkling. And so if it rained, they were going to go home. And they weren't going to, like, hear the word of God, right? And when I walked down, I was like, okay, salvation is our, like, plunder. Like, we're going to plunder salvation tonight. And I got so excited. And then I saw these demonic, like, manifestation. Okay? I wish we had videos to show you. The wind was blowing so hard that, you know, they created this platform, right? It was knocking platform. Like, I, we were like, oh my God, is like we were so afraid the platform, it was gonna break down. And then they had this like dinky sound system and it was going in and out. And they were trying to like do pre-service prayer and you was like, oh look, ah, ah. it's so distracting, right? It's like you hear like, Rokadus, and they're trying to lead worship, and then they, you hear, ah, ah, and it's like so distracting, right? So it was raining, wind was crazy, the sound system was crazy, and even though it, it was physical distraction, everybody felt demonic presence. So we have, we had, so 10 people went to another village, so we had 10 of us there. One team, same team, but different people experienced different things. Because even though we were in same team, we different people, each of us lived in a different realm. One of them. I'm trying that. I'm like, this is recorded. They can hear this. I'm, how much can I share? One of them was so their physical body went in shock, but didn't have any awareness that this was spiritual. So he was supposed to, our one and only videographer, had a real nice camera. The whole time he was like this. Come on, everybody, we need to pray. We're, gonna, we're going to spiritual warfare. Let's pray. And we're praying. And I look. And then one of the preachers that was supposed to preach was like, Pastor Sonny. I'm like, what? Oh, can you pray for me? <laughs> Why? I'm struggling. About what? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Like, I'm thinking, wait, you're one of our preachers. What do you mean you're struggling? I don't know. And I prayed for him. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm so excited. 
And he looked at me as if I was like an alien. What? Don't you see how, how demonic it is here? What do you mean you're excited? Out of all these times, tonight I am most excited. Look around. We're going to plunder salvation. And, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ten of us experienced different, we saw the same thing. We experienced physically the same thing, but inwardly we all saw things differently and we all experienced things differently. So I'm praying. We're all praying, come on, we're going to break this. I mean, if, if people go, they can't hear. So come on, let's pray. And we're praying. And I, can't, I could just imagine up there a sound system going in and out. They're not going to understand the word, right? No. And we're like, oh, God, please. And we're just praying. And then I got so desperate that I went under the table. They had a table. I went under the table. I went on my knees. And I was just like, oops. I was just like, oh, God. And as I'm praying, right, God, please let your word be, be heard. God, stop the rain. God, stop the wind. Do something about the sound system. I'm just praying. And then all of a sudden, my heart got gripped with sadness for something that was happening at our church that had nothing to do with, right? So at the same time, I'm like, oh, God, we want to see salvation here. And then my heart got so sad about these individuals, right, that are, like, believing the wrong way. I'm like, what kind of pastor am I? They've been under me, but, you know, they don't believe what I've been teaching them. Uh, like, these accusations of the enemies, like, if you're a better pastor, if you're a better leader, they wouldn't believe what they're saying, and they wouldn't be acting that crazy. It's like, oh, Lord, please protect them. So I'm praying to prayers at the same time. God, 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 break, you know, coming against demonic attack against this village. God, we want to see salvation too. Oh, God, please have mercy upon these people, right, at our church. And I'm just praying, crying. And I just couldn't break through in my heart. And I was so afraid that people are going to walk away because of the rain, right? And even if they didn't, I was so afraid they're not going to hear a thing that we preach because of the sounds. So I'm praying. As I'm praying, God highlights the word of God from Job chapter 42. And it says, and during that time, I've been really like uh, focusing on the message uh, translation. And it says, I am convinced that God can do anything and everything and nothing can thwart his purpose. And when that word got dropped in my heart, I was done. I, I wiped my tears. I got up, it's done. So I told them, team, stop praying. Just worship the Father. It's done, it's done, don't worry. And they're like, oh God, no, no stop. <laughs> Just release Father's delight. It's done. And when I declare that, do you think the rain stopped? No. Do you think the wind stopped? No. Do you think sound system got miraculously fixed all of a sudden because I was confident and I received the word? No. But you know, when I received that written word of God as a spoken word of God, Job 42, verse 2, when I received that, what I saw with my eyes didn't move me anymore. 
because this wind, demonic attack, couldn't thwart God's purpose. And in that moment, I knew that I don't know what's going to happen with these people back at home, but I know God, nothing can thwart God's purposes over their lives. And I had this confidence, it's going to be okay for them. And then I had this confidence, wind, you can't stop God's purpose over this village. Rain, you can't, sound, you can't stop. And I just became so confident, even though nothing changed situationally. And we worship. I just said, stop begging, stop praying, just worship. Just, just release the Father's delight. Father is delighted that we're here. He's so delighted. And so, like, some of them, they, I don't think, like, most of them didn't get what I was saying because our videographer never filmed even a one second. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And you know what's crazy? Was over 100 people raised their hands to receive Jesus for the first time. Over 100 souls. Not only that, after, I knew the plunder was salvation, right? And after that, of course, like, you got to pray for the sick, right? About 40, 50 people came up for healing. In the beginning, nothing was happening. But I was like, nothing can thwart. I'm praying for this person, and uh, how do you feel? Oh, still, sakit, oh, painful. Like, it's not, like, healing isn't manifesting. But every time, like, the enemy wants, it's not going to happen. And anytime, every time the enemy wanted to discourage me, you know how I would come back? Nothing can thwart God's purpose over this body. And I moved on. I prayed for other people. I came back. Nothing. I kept praying. We just would not give up until God opens this man who is blind. Okay? This man was blind. And God opens his eyes. And so purposely, I made a big deal out of it. I said, you could see how many? He's like, one, satu. And, and, and you could see how? Like, I'm like, how many? It's like two. So I back up. How many? And I went all the way, like, right? Like, so from here to maybe, like, like, kitchen area. And he was able to see, right? And he was able to declare. And when everybody, so during this time, Jericho, I was like, where's my videographer? I mean, this is a perfect prime moment to video this, right? And then we could show the world and, and our church living home could be, they would, they would get so fired up if we had that video. So I'm like, how many? Where, where, where's my people at? How many? Where are you? I, I couldn't see one of my church leaders. I was like, where the heck are you guys, right? <laughs> anyway, these people witnessed this man seeing, and it did something in their faith. And within minutes, every single one of them, 100%, got healed. They got healed. They got healed. You see, there's realms that you could choose to live in. Some of my team members, 
never got out of the physical realm. They couldn't shake off the accusation of the enemy in their minds. And even though they were at the same place, they couldn't experience or have breakthrough. You hear me? But when you are able to break through into the spiritual realm, what you see with your eyes cannot move you, cannot discourage you. Do you understand? But often we don't break through. You know why? You know, like the airplane, every time we go on the plane, every time we approach sound barrier, what happens to the plane? Turbulence. But what if, what if, right? They thought, oh, it's the airplane's gonna break. We have to turn back and we come down. And every time we, are about, we approach sound barrier, the turbulence makes us so afraid we turn back. We would never be where we're at. But because they knew, right? Somebody had to try it. They, you, when they approached sound barrier and there was turbulence, do you think they slow down to make sure everything's okay? No, they had to speed up. They have to speed up. They have to go faster to break through. And once you break the sound barrier, it's calm. Yeah. Often, Christians, we, you and I, there's, okay, this side is the, let's say, f- physical, no, spiritual realm, right? This is, you broke through, and you are able to see what God sees, that nothing moves you unless God's word moves you. Let's say here is, physical realm where you and I live you know if somebody right talks bad about you you feel sad right if they all went out to watch a movie and they didn't call you you're gonna be like is it because I'm black do they not like no seriously right you're gonna be like right this realm you're affected by what people do what people don't do and you gotta right but in this realm if I punch you you're in pain, right? In this realm, right, what you see, what you feel influences you. But as sons and daughters of God, the Spirit calls us, come, come. There's more to life. There's more to life than your promotion. There's more to life than what you've been desiring in the physical realm. And so we sense that. We sense that call. And so because we sense that call, we try to go towards it. But then there's this barrier that you have to break through, but you feel more turbulent. Every time I try to seek God, something always bad happens. And then you go back and you just wonder, I love Jesus. Oh, he's not for me. How come he doesn't answer my prayer? And then you, you hear, okay, okay, I'm going to really try to, you know, walk with, I'm going to really try it, right? And then you try to go, uh, turbulence, you turn back. And we just wander around, never able to break through the spiritual sound barrier. Here, same situation, demonic attacks, the wind is crazy, sound system is going bad, but you're not moved. People forgot to call you when they went out. You're not moved. You hear me? And you didn't get that promotion. You're not moved. Here, 
what happens in the physical realm do not move you because you are able to hear from God and the word of God, written and spoken, word of God directs you. Often when we live here, guys, you, you live here long enough, it's not just physical realm. The demonic influence comes and it influences you. And then all of a sudden, you feel resistance in your heart to doing QT every day. You feel resistance when Richard calls you to a higher place. Come on, you guys, we've got to be consistent in pursuing God. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You feel resistance to the things that are good. When you allow yourself to be influenced by the spirit of this age, you get discouraged. You understand? You resist even things that are good. And God is calling you and I in this season, okay, to become aware. You know what I, you know what I realized? Hardest people to lead are people without self-awareness. They don't know. They have no idea. They don't know that that's not of God. They don't know. They don't know. They think it's just. But when you are able to become aware that there's more to life, like the way I feel if it's negative, instead of accepting it as, well, this is how I feel, where I am. But if you become aware that there's more spiritual reality than what you know, and you ask God, God, help me. What's really going on? What's really going on? Help me see. Instead of my videographer that just sat there, he said he almost fainted. It was that bad. If he could, it wasn't, something came over him, you know, and he feels really, really bad that he didn't record anything. Like, I felt bad for him. <laughs> but he couldn't break through. You hear me? And it affected his physical body. At the same time, there was a woman in that village that night, right? As soon as we opened up the altar, she got slain in the Holy Spirit, right? But they've never seen that before. So they were like, what's going on? So they carried her home. They tried to like shake her and wake her up and they carried her home. Luckily, their home was like right there, right? And after everything was over, like they like asked me, can you please come? What's going on? Is this demons? Is, is, demonic? Is this, what's, what's wrong with her? Like, do we need to take her to the hospital? And they were like slapping her, like, what, you know, and her husband was like going crazy. They didn't know what it was. And so when I went, right, like her face was shining bright, right? And then, as soon as it was, the service was over, she got out and she said, I saw Jesus. I saw Jesus. Same place. We were all there. Some people couldn't move. Some people were scared. Some people saw Jesus. Some person got healed of blind eyes. 
Some people felt forsaken by God. Some people felt loved by God. We're in the same place, physical realm, but depending on which realm you choose to live in, become aware of, you experience different things. And so my challenge to you this weekend, can we go on a journey? You cannot really break through this barrier if you're not aware. You know, he and Nehemiah here, right? They read the word of God together and they realized, wow, we rejected the written word of God. And because of that, we rejected the spoken word of God, right? They, they, weren't, they were not familiar with the written word of God. So God had to send prophets to give them prophetic words, spoken words. Listen, warning them, shaking it. Come on, I'm God. I'm for you. I'm with you. He's right. But because they reject the written word of God, they also rejected the spoken word of God. And when you are not intimate with the written word of God, you cannot hear the spirit when he's speaking to you. So the spirit cannot lead you even though he's like right there in front of you. You know what is leading you? This age, the spirit of this age, the spirit of offense, right? The spirit of accusation. You are moved. You are, you hear me, influenced by that spirit. But in order for us to break through this weekend, you have to really become aware. How much am I being influenced by the age of this world? How often am I walking in the spirit of offense? One of, I remember, like, one of our member, like, she, you know, she was like, you know, she went through the discipleship, and she grew a lot, and she was so thankful, you know, for us, the pastors, and for the church. We, our church is the best. Our pastors are the best, and she's doing quiet time every day and sharing, oh, God, oh, Pastor Sonny, God spoke to me, blah, blah, blah. A couple of years later, okay, she got offended by certain things, right, and it kept her from going into the Word of God. And, and I was like, I was trying to meet with her. It's like, what's going on? Talk to me. Well, I'm really hurt by the church because of blah, blah, blah. Okay. And you know, I was thinking, is doing QT every day really the answer? Can reading one chapter a day, meditating on one verse a day, is that really going to make a difference? I don't think so. And she hardened her heart. And she let go of spending daily time with the word of God. And, then, and you know what happened? It led her astray. She stopped coming to church. She stopped really believing everything she used to believe about the love of God, about the truth of God. So my challenge to you this weekend is to ask, Holy Spirit, Am I being led by you? Help me. Help me awaken my spirit to hear your voice. You see, the resistance that you feel, and we all do feel in different times, resistant to our leadership, resistance to the word of God, resistance to the church, we all experience that. 
because it's the voice of the enemy. It makes you, eh, let's pray, eh. Oh, I should open the Bible and read the Bible and pray, eh. And what do you end up doing? Turning on the Netflix. And you think, I'm just a human being. I, I need to rest. Yeah. But in that moment, who influenced you? Who did you follow? Become, assess, where you, assess who's been leading you. Do I like what God likes? Do I hate what God hates? Or am I struggling because I want what God doesn't want for me in this life? Assess it. And then ask the Holy Spirit, help me. Help, give me understanding. Give me self-awareness. Number two, Holy Spirit, please God, awaken I don't want to be that stiff-necked people like we read in Nehemiah chapter 9. I want to love your word. I want to love your spirit. And when I go through that turbulence, help me to remain and endure and actually break through into this realm. In this realm, people could come against you. In this realm, if you hate me, I hate you back. Even though I know that's wrong, I can't help it. In this realm, you make it public to hate me. But in this realm, my heart mourns for you. I love you in the Lord. But in this realm, it's not by my might, by my strength. It's by the Spirit, the Spirit of God. So will you go on that journey with me this weekend? Holy Spirit, I am your daughter. I am your son. I want to be led by the Spirit, not by the demonic spirit, not by the spirit of this age, not by my flesh. I want to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? So I want us to pray. I want to spend some time praying together. Can we do that? So, you know, I want you guys to stand up. Like, let's move around. Let's get out of our comfort zone a little bit. I want you to put your hand over, one hand over your heart, one hand over your head. And I want you to say, God, God, help me. Holy Spirit, awaken. Awaken my soul. Wake me up, Lord. I don't know how to wake up. It's like in the morning, the alarm clock is ringing, but you're so exhausted, you can't even turn that off. I feel like spiritually, you're, you've been desiring, but you just can't seem. You just can't seem to get up. And God, and you're asking God, God, wake me up. Wake me up. Help me to see what you see. Help me to want what you want. Help me to know what you know about me, where I am. God, Holy Spirit, I want to be your daughter, your son. Come on. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, wake me up, God. 
soften, soften my heart. You know what I sense is this in this group, in these. I see in your spirit that you all love the Lord. You love Him. You love Him. You love Him. But in certain areas of your heart, it got hardened through disappointment and discouragement. Will you give that area of, in your heart to God today, and ask God, 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 soften this area in my heart that's been hardened by this world, God, by disappointments and discouragements, Lord. Come on, ask Him, ask Him to soften your heart. Ask Him to want Him. Come on, come on. Come on, I want you to surrender apathy. I want you to surrender spiritual apathy right now. Holy Spirit, wake me up. Wake me up. Wake me up, God. Help me to want you, God. Help me to want you, God. Help me to become aware, Lord. Aware of your word, Lord. Help me to hear your spoken word, God. By loving, falling in love with your written word. Again, Lord, once again, God, awaken my love for your word. Come on. Come on. You know where your heart has been hardened. Come on, speak to him right now. God, these days, Lord, I don't like, I don't want, I, I'm not, I'm not moved in my heart towards your word. God, please help me. Rebuild the walls in, over my heart, God. God, rebuild the walls. God, through the word of God, Lord. Come on, ask him, ask him, ask him, ask him. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Now, I want you to open your hands. By Come on, open it up. Come on, receive, 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 receive. Come on, receive. Receive the Spirit. Receive the Word of God. Receive the spoken Word of God over your life. What is it saying? What is it saying? How often did you turn around when you felt the turbulence? Come on, tell him. God, give me the endurance, God. God, help me to speed up and not slow down. Come on, come against fear. You've been afraid. You've been afraid to break through. Come on, come on. Surrender your fear. Surrender your fear. Don't be afraid, your father is saying. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Father, I take authority over every demonic lie, God. Over every demonic lie over your sons and daughters, God. God, the lies of the enemy, God. God, the enemy has been speaking lies to your sons and daughters, Lord. To keep them, God, from breaking through to the realm of the Spirit, Lord. Father, we break it right now in Jesus' name. Father, we break the power of the demonic lie, God, over your daughter, over your sons, God, today. We break it off. We break it off in Jesus' name. We break it off. Mm. 
Right now, the Spirit of God is calling you from this higher realm, higher realm that you haven't been to. He's calling you. I want you to respond. I want you to say, yes, God. Yes, God. And in the Spirit, I want you to move forward to the realm of the Spirit, to another level. God wants to break you through to this new realm, the higher realm. Come on. Yes, yes, He's not done with you. He's not done with you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Draw close to him. He will draw near to you. Come on, draw, draw close, closer, little more. Take another step. Come on. Come on, ask him, God, what are you saying to me today? What are you saying to me? Come on, listen, listen, listen. You are able to hear the voice of God. I break the lie of the enemy that you cannot hear God clearly. That is a lie. You're a daughter of God. You're a son of God. You could hear your father, father's voice clearly. So, Father, break that lie off from every mind that they cannot hear from you. No, that's a lie. That's a lie from hell. We break the power of that lie in Jesus' name. Come on, listen, listen. If you listen, you are able to hear your Father's voice speaking to you. In Nehemiah chapter 9, we read in verse 20, it says, You gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. Today, what I hear from the Lord for you is that He wants to give you His good spirit to influence you and to instruct you and to give you manna. Manna is bread from heaven. It's the Word of God that gives life to your soul. Today, he wants to give you, fill your mouth with manna from heaven. Today, he wants to give you water. You see, your spirit has been thirsting. We didn't even know how thirsty we were. But he wants to give you water from heaven, living water from heaven. The good spirit. He's a good God. Verse 30, it says, For many years you were patient with them. You see, even now, even now, He's not frustrated with you and I. Yeah. How long do I have to know? He's not frustrated with yeah. you and I. But he's been patient with us. It says, by your spirit, you warn them through your prophecies. Will you hear? Israelites here, they paid no attention to the word of God. And because of that, God gave them into the hands of the neighboring people. Good spirit. He gives you the good spirit to lead you, to instruct you, to warn you, to call you. You know, often... 
when we're on the mission field, we go to our orphanage. And sometimes the mother of the orphanage, who's under our covering, she would just call, you know. Me, to get Alethea to come to me, Alethea! I have to scream like five times before she responds and comes. And it's like that with our spiritual children. It's like they get offended, they get hurt, they get sad, they feel, you know, but it's like, how many times do I have to tell you? You're loved by God. But in the orphanage, the mother just goes, Lena, in the other room, like cross the building. Somehow they're trained to hear their mother's voice. And I'm thinking when I'm with the mother, I'm like, there's no way Lena could hear you. But within seconds, she runs, Mama. Immediate response to the call of their mother. You know what God is saying? You know what's going to strengthen you? Your immediate obedience. Not when things get better. Not when, you know what I mean? No. Not when you feel better. Not when you know, there's revival at church and you feel good. No. When you're at home and you don't feel like praying, but Spirit is calling you. There's, you hear two voices. Lena, God is calling you. And then the enemy's like, Lena. Who do we run to? And I know in your hearts, at the end, you're going to run to the voice of God. But maybe not right away. Maybe a little bit later. Maybe I'm going to act like I didn't hear him. <laughs> Obedience. What God desires, not because he wants to control you. Because obedience is the way he could bless you. You know, I started, we started this new internship program at our church. And they're really, really excited. And you know, like, I don't, I used to be like that, but I'm not like that anymore. I used to give them all these rules and they have to read and sign by each one, right? And if you don't do it, you'll get kicked out, right? But I said, I don't want to do that with you. But one thing though, I do have to give a place of obedience because that grounds you. And so, you know, I just made something up. It wasn't like, it's like for one year, like you're not going to drink, you know? And like, if you're a casual drinker, like more than one, like you're not going to drink more than one glass of wine. And if, if you haven't been drinking, don't start to try this year. <laughs> I said, I just have to give you a place of obedience because that grounds you and that's where the blessings, breakthroughs can go through. Your obedience is a gateway. I don't know, I don't know how to break through, Pastor, help me. Me laying hands, pouring oil on you is not gonna break you through. You know what's gonna break through? Your obedience. Your little obedience. When you hear the Spirit calling you to open up the Bible. Okay, I'm not feeling anything, God. I'm not hearing anything special, but you still obey. When even if you didn't, 
Even if you felt like that was a waste of time because you didn't feel anything, your step of obedience took you a little further into this realm. You hear me? Becoming aware of whose voice. And when you hear the Lord, determine within your hearts to immediately respond. Immediately. Give me some time. I hear that a lot from the people of God. Like, I know, but give me some time. I just need to pray through. Are you really praying through? Give me some time. You're just giving more room for the enemy to come with spirit of offense, with spirit of apathy, with the spirit of discouragement. Keeps you further away. It's right there. Your spiritual promised land is right there. It's right there. It doesn't take 40 years. It doesn't take 10 years. It doesn't even take five months. Better yet, it doesn't even take a week. You know what it takes? It's crazy. The wind is blowing. The rain is falling down. Sound system is crazy. You know you have no power to change what's going on. You know how you could break through? You know how I could walk, right? Immediate obedience. Surrendering yourself to the Word of God. Without the Word of God, I don't care how wise you are. I don't care how spiritual you are. You hear me? The voice of the enemy and the voice of your flesh will keep you away from here. But when you just... You know this day and age, you know what you say? Well, I can't until I understand. It's going to keep you further away. You know God's heart. You know, you know. You don't have to hear again. Let me figure it out. I don't understand. You're just walking around in the wilderness feeling forsaken and feeling... After a while, you stay here long enough, I don't even know if I want God. I don't, I don't even know if I really believe in the Bible. Mm. I don't even know this, this religious thing just keeps you further away. Before you get your understanding, before, you understand? Just Holy Spirit, I want to hear you. The Word of God protects you. Your immediate obedience breaks you through. You hear me? So this is what I want us to do. It's okay, right? I want you to grab somebody two by two. Two by two. Grab somebody right now. Come on, immediate obedience. You guys, immediate obedience. Come on, go, go. Don't be afraid. Immediate obedience. Good. Two by two. One of the greatest lie of the enemy is that I don't know how to hear God. And when you do actually hear God, the second lie is, is that really God? Or are you making that up? Was that the pizza you ate last night? So we question even when we hear God. First, we question, can I really hear God? And then you break through a little bit, you actually hear God. And then we question, is that really word from God? 
which further keeps us away. Right now, what I'm trying to do is give you a place of obedience. So don't worry about your ability right now. What you're going to surrender to is the Spirit of God. The Bible says sons and daughters of, of God are led by the Spirit of God. So turn towards each other. And you're going to hear the Rema word, the spoken word for your brother, for your sister. And as you hear, you're going to release it. And that word is going to become a wall of protection. That word is going to lead your brother, lead your sister further, further, closer to this realm where God is calling them, right? So right now, just maybe uh, 30 seconds to just hear, and then, and often you think you don't hear, so you don't open your mouth. After 30 seconds, I'm gonna say speak, okay? Then, uh, the taller person speaks first, okay? <laughs> Jason, tell them who's taller, okay? Just, just, okay, Jericho, okay. So 30 seconds here, I'm going to say, speak. Then you're just going to open your mouth and let whatever comes out. And you just trust. That's the word of God for your brother and your sister, okay? And then even if you're not done, I'm going to say, stop. Now the other one, short one, prop, speak. Then you're going to just, even if you don't, just open your mouth. And you'll be surprised. This is like an activation and practice of hearing God and immediately obeying God. Amen? So, all right. Listen for 30 seconds. Now listen. Listen to the written word of God. And I want you to allow this written word of God to be the spoken word of God over your own hearts and minds. This is the message translation, Job 42, verses 1 through 6. It says, I am convinced. Everybody say it all at once. I am convinced. Come on, say it as if you are really convinced. I am convinced. Again, I am convinced. You can do anything and everything. One more time. I am convinced. You can do anything and everything. Nothing and no one can upset your plans. You asked, who is this muddying the water? Ignorantly confusing the issue. Second guessing my purpose. I admit it. I was the one. I babbled on about things far beyond me. Made small talk about wonders way over my head. You told me, listen and let me do the talking. Let me ask the questions. You give the answers. I admit, I once lived by rumors of you. Now I have it. All firsthand, all firsthand. From, my from my own eyes and ears. And ears. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive I'll, never do that again. I'll never do that again. I promise. I promise. I'll, never again. I'll never again 
live on the crust of heresy, crumbs of rumor. I am convinced you can do anything and everything and nothing can thwart your purpose over my life. I'm going to pray over you. So, Father, I thank you that today the Spirit of God has been calling your sons and daughters. Come. Baby girl, come. My son, my beloved, come. God, the Spirit of God has been calling us to the realm where your word, your word becomes the wall of protection, where your word leads us, where your word, your word feeds us, strengthens us, you're calling us. We will respond with a yes. Yes, God. We will come. We will not dwell on this side anymore. Whatever it takes, I will come. So, Father, by the authority you have given me as your servant, I expose, I reject, and I renounce the power of the lies of the enemy that kept your sons and daughters from breaking through the realm of the Spirit. I break the lie off of your mind that you can't hear God clearly. That's a lie. I break it off of you. I break the lie of the enemy. Where you're not able, that you're not able, that you're not spiritual enough, that you're not accepted, that you're not loved. I break those lies and I release your truth that you're calling each one because you love each one. You love them so much and you're going to take them on a journey. You're going to take them on a journey from today to deeper into the realm of the spirit. I declare over you, fear will not hold you back. I declare over you, shame and guilt will not hold you back. I declare over you, no lie will keep you from that side. You're going to move forward. You're going to go deeper into the river of the Spirit. So we say yes and amen. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yay.